joined by Jamie, Sean and Luke to discuss AI, artificial intelligence. We spoke about what the concept means to us as it has been fed through media, literature and films. We also discussed what computers can do, what they just cannot do and what they can do for us. We start by discussing our thoughts on what AI is. involves the measurement of intelligence in humans and animals as a central theme. It then looks to replicate this intelligence in inanimate objects. We'll see that the term of inanimate becomes very important and some people might think shugly because of the role that intelligence plays in our idea of being a living person. But there are many things still that a computer just cannot do. So what is our idea of what AI means? So I understand it as a like a code, a computer code that can learn for itself, that can update itself, that can problem solve, kind of independent from from humans, um, and can like adapt. That's a, that's a big point of it. It, it. AI becomes AI can be a lot can, less than that, but AI can become something where we we let it grow on its own. It begins to learn. It's a learning mm-hmm. process. I suppose, does AI always have an objective to meet? Is it always? Because at the start, it's obviously written by a human. But not, 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 sometimes not so, because you can do a brain mapping of AI. So you can look at a brain and see how it reacts to stimuli. Mm-hmm. So that's not so much a goal as a kind of um, an endeavor to, to try and understand the brain better. It's not that it has a set goal. It's something that reacts to input. Oh, I'm thinking of, is think of the brain as somewhat like the heart, but with its own mind or brain. <laughs> <laughs> probe. Um, <laughs> the brain, the probe, probes the lobe. <laughs> the probe. Yeah, interesting. I don't know, AI. I don't know. I'm just, when I think of AI, I think of like the Terminator movies. Like uh, the the sort of cultural idea of what AI is, literally killer robots. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's the big fear of like Asimov. Isaac Asimov obviously came out with the three rules of robotics. So he said that robots cannot harm humans. Yeah, but then some like really some like impossible pedants came forward and tried to like find a uh, uh, loopholes to that. So yeah. it was like a, a robot. It has to like maybe help people, but it can uh, simultaneously like put itself in danger. Yeah, as long so as how does our... the first law was kind of hit like all, all the movies that kind of deal with artificial intelligence and the rise of technology always kind of they all hinge on that kind of paradox of uh, AI is used to kind of help map climate change and then stop climate change. Then eventually, the, the, the artificial intelligence will just machine learn that you know if you eradicate the human race, right. then there's no climate change. Oh is yeah, that, is that not what like the Terminator hinges on with Skynet or? Um, it's, it's definitely the the plot to Age of Ultron, the Avengers. Yeah, right, yeah. humans yeah. are usually the the issue of most problems. So yeah, AI will no, eventually... but again, like, you know what I was saying though, it's like how people were assuming that that Boston Dynamics dog is going to be used for war. I don't think it will. I think that's just too 
there's something yeah. just too predictable about that. And I think too, this stuff I is going to be unpredictable. And the, and the cultural idea of AI eventually turning on its creator uh-huh. is uh, far-fetched and, and turn on us. That, that's like the narrative of everything that's ever been made in the media about it because it's the most like interesting. It's yeah, never, most it's sensational, never, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's never going to be true, so that's all we think about. No, but the, rea- the reality is going to be more... In, boring. More, boring as shit. Yeah, well, more, what's the <laughs> more insidious. But, but you, yeah, but the yeah. idea, obviously, we're seeing it through our own lens and mm-hmm. we create AI, AI in yeah. our image. So well, AI becomes a reflection of all the bad things that we yeah, do in society. Well, that's the whole point of... Like, that's why Black Mirror is called Black Mirror. It's because mm. AI exacerbates problems that are already inherent with human institutions. But there was, it's like, it's happened before. There's like experiments that use AI to kind of determine like prisoner sentences or like the chances of someone reoffending. And they take into consideration like ethnicity and age and, and like class and where these folk grew up to try to calculate the probability of them returning to jail. And that, that, that information is actually implemented in, when, in courts in America. It's called it's called the compass the compass um, corporation. <laughs> it's called the, I think it's like called the compass method or something like that. A machine learning algorithm. It sounds like yeah. yeah. Google have a, an AI, and what it is is it may it may still be learning at this point. I don't know about you. You would go onto Google, and you had a pretty much a blank canvas, and your your scroller for your mouse was a you could create a paint document in it. So mm-hmm. you would you would draw an elephant, and then AI through google could identify that because it starts to have a schema in its head of this has four legs that are Mm -hmm. on the ground it has a trunk um and things like that could start to learn that so you 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 could go on and draw an elephant which would vary in the way that i would draw an elephant yeah but that does sound like that very happens. simplistic though that sounds remarkably unsophisticated uh, that's no, the, but that, there's like a kind of skewed logic to these things because i've read this um report about the, they, they tried to get this ai algorithm to go through the internet and find certain images of a particular species of fish mm-hmm. right and it came back with all these fish but when you asked the ai program what it was looking at it showed like human fingers because the majority of the photos of this fish were from anglers and fishermen holding the fish to camera. (laughs) It wasn't even looking at the fish. It was looking at these little signifiers that are actually like completely separate from from the organism. So there's like a, there's like, there is a logic, but it's like a complete different logic. That's the perfect Mm. example, Jamie, of what computers cannot do, which is the next point, what computers cannot do. And there's so many examples of that the fishermen holding a fish and it zones Mm. in the fingers or, an animal in the front and the 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 ai starts to identify the animal because of the background so Mm. all of a sudden it might seem like it's interpreting what's a picture of an elephant but actually what it's doing is anticipating the 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 greenery in the background it's like like there there was another example of it you give like the uh artificial artificial intelligence program like the parts of a robot and you give it the instructions to how to build the robot so it can walk from point A to point B. But the, the AI system bypasses the instructions, stacks all the different components of the robot in a tower, and then pushes the tower over. So it reaches, just like, it reaches point B. From like ah, see, over. yeah. And that's like, it's like, it'll always find a shortcut. You know, it's got, it doesn't have, it's not harbored with like our kind of like human logic. 
In the same yeah, way, so are we yeah. amazed by the idea that Gary Kasparov is the big famous example, the the grand champion in mm-hmm. chess, and Deep Blue to to learn chess, and and Gary Kasparov beat Deep Blue at the first trial, but in the second trial he didn't beat him, but is uh, the Deep Blue won, Deep Blue mm-hmm. uh, outmaneuvered him. But is that that surprising? I don't think that's that surprising. Yeah, that, that, in the context of... Well, why is it not surprising then? In the context of chess, something that sounds like it's got rigid rules, it has, I mean, a rigid but mathematical what, what, logic what is that, to it. What is a grand champion in chess doing? He's processing all the ideas of where you move, where your opponent's going to move. Why are we so surprised? But surely there's a, is there not el- there must be an element of, like, there should be for the, for the no human player, player. Is there in yeah. chess? Yeah, for the there's human no player... player no, there is for the human player. For the human oh, player, the there human must player, be maybe, some... maybe it seems like creativity, but to a robot who can start to learn all of the laws of where someone will move, what someone will do, I don't find it that surprising that Deep Blue is going to beat Gary Casper. Yes, yeah, so yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah. no second guessing for AI. Like they'll they'll get to the answer through logic and not question they'll it. They'll be in the same mm. way that a, a a grandmaster of chess will be three steps ahead of of what their opponent is doing. This, mm-hmm. this this computer will be far more than that. There'll be ten steps ahead. Well, okay, it's not even beyond every that. possible outcome but determine what the most likely one. I is don't find that that surprising. I know. I think it's good. But like uh, people talk about like chess and that Japanese word go. Highly, highly, go. highly kind of strategic games that are synonymous with you know intellect. But actually, when you, you when you as you say when you remove that, all the it's just like. You know, it's just um, simple kind of maths, really, and that's what computers do better so, than anything. So, what what Crunching do you numbers. think that a, what do you think that a computer can't do? Like, what, well, what I, do no, I was think thinking it, about this, and I suppose it can. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I? Would a computer ever procrastinate? achieving its goal, would it? If it did it, it would do it fucking amazingly, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, doing everything else, bar what you asked it to do. Yeah. No, but that, that's it's, it's, it, it can it can really act irrationally, can it? Unless no, no, it can though. Like, no, but think about it. Think about like in these like in sci-fi. Then you have depressed robots in sci-fi. You have robots that Marvin like the robot in, and, uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, like yeah. he. That robot doesn't do anything. He's like, oh, why bother? But, you know that, I mean? That's like, the example of AI yeah. going to the point where if you, all, all humans might get to that point where if you can understand everything, what is there, what is there left? What, life doesn't mean, life is not about understanding everything. But yeah. again, that's again that's us like looking at it in the media and thinking, yeah, that must be what would happen. But the reality is probably really boring. And, and yeah, the, we just don't know. The, the, robot, well, would, the robot just turns itself off when it's Well, I think its that's job. what happens. Sure. Oh, yeah. Because if yeah. it's been set with a task and it achieves that, then it would just shut down, maybe. Yeah, it would just go off for a while. Just, you know, right. No, right, which, is, a... which is mope around really sad. Like a really, <laughs> really well, sad like Marvin, Mar- no Marvin must have been programmed to act that way. Yeah. Let's imagine a storyline. I don't, I don't know, but let's imagine then the character of Marvin was, it was younger days uh when he was first installed like uh he he was a really fu- high functioning uh, capable robot and then you know down the line after his uh, experience had been saved um he just became terribly depressed <laughs> yeah sometimes don't you sometimes look at like an old piece of technology and be like oh man that telly looks a bit sad today yeah, bbc <laughs> computer God, yeah <laughs> If any of you watched that movie Ex Machina, because that's yes. about the kind of 
the the ability for the ability of artificial intelligence to appear kind of helpless, and and the ability to like uh, manip- manipulate humans. So yeah, that, and again, that's why I asked why Marvin was created. Maybe like that was a kind of I don't know those emotions that he was showing had a purpose. So we'll take it even further then. Like maybe maybe people, maybe if you are uh, traveling throughout space, <laughs> it would be quite good to have a robot who was just a little bit like. You know, you could yeah. be like this trailblazing. Well, you could explorer. like cheer him up, and you'd feel maybe satisfied and do. Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. There would be a practical application for having like a kind of a gloomy robot. Yeah, sure. And, and pure artificial intelligence is just is that not just reactive to certain like impulses, like and kind of inputs. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's so I don't know why. Like when I think of art, like AI, I don't. I, Think of something quite sophisticated, quite advanced, like AI that is able to adapt to stimulus, like in a quite that, like a, that's like a, a strong idea. AI. That's a new idea of AI. Yeah, like Saron says, a strong, strong AI. The, the idea in AI at the moment does amazing things in terms of diagnostics for, mm-hmm. for medicine, but the idea of a, an, AI, an AI that can begin to learn. It begins to have its own yeah, something like to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could artificial intelligence ever set its own objective, or is that just like one step too far removed? Well, uh, no, that's uh, if if you create an AI that can start to that doesn't have a goal based system, or or even if it does have a goal based system, it it could get to the the point where it sets its own objectives, it sets its mm. own uh, its own ideas of what there is to be found out. I suppose we do kind of have that because we do we have artificial intelligence that writes and like, yeah exactly yeah writes his own writes jokes yeah <laughs> the jokes are no, I'm not joking that's a thing there was yeah. like a, I was reading about that again we've seen it as well on YouTube like yeah. artificially generated videos they yeah. have information get information from the internet like keywords from the internet yeah. and then they just make some horrendous <laughs> video oh, yeah. that, that, that becomes those, the whole like, process of uh, pornography when when you when you nowadays if you watch pornography the the title of it is now set by a, an algorithm a, a pornography now will be a 16 word title that is just an yeah, algorithm it's all it has, yeah, yeah yeah that's interesting that, 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 that's right. that's a bit of the plot in ex machina the guy because the, the the female robot that is used to determine whether like, females female robots can be attracted to male robots and blah 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 um her appearance is all based on this guy's porn search history uh, and, uh, yeah and she ends up looking Jesus, like very I, hope plain. No, I, hope no, I hope no one has to look through my porn search history <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing though when you take all those keywords it would end up looking like a perfectly plain person you know what i mean it wouldn't be anything yeah. who, really, who really likes anal <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah exactly, um, that's exactly well, what it yeah. it's like it's uh, like a photo fit of like we see photo fits and it's oh, like that baby, could be i'm gonna do anal on you I don't know. We had Maybe he was that. a bot. Maybe he was a bot. There's no way to tell. Well, so what like... would you what would you ask Curb, who has now changed his name to John T? Okay, uh, what would you ask him to try and find out if he was a bot or not? Yeah, this uh, is like a well, Turing test. What did, they ask the start, what did they ask at the start of Blade Runner again? I have a question. Yes. Yeah. What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> uh... I just joined, and I'm hearing kids getting traumatized. Anal pornography, like what the hell is this? Yeah, we started off talking about artificial intelligence, and this conversation has grown arms and legs. 
So what is, is it? Is, is artificial intelligence the most powerful thing that humans have ever worked on? That's a good input, Robert. Oh, man. That's a very good input. Is, I am become death. Thing? Yeah. Is it the most powerful thing that you asked? Uh, yeah, I think it probably is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. it no, I don't know. I think it'll be a big disappointment in the end. I think we'll get nowhere with it. Again, going back to like the media of what 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 they've like showed it is going to be, and it's just not going to be that. It's going to be something very very boring. That's, right. uh, your idea, Robert, then is that it's the most powerful thing we can create, and it is. I think that's yeah. that's that strikes on the the absolute heart of it because it has that capacity to be either like beneficial or like maybe like terribly destructive. Robert, what's your idea of it being destructive? Because I, I, I don't agree with the idea that it could be destructive. Jobs, like people are going to lose mm. their jobs. That's what we're Absolutely. worried about. And is that, a, but that, that society changes and, and AI comes in and we lose our jobs. Is that necessarily a bad thing? Do you think people are going to be put on the breadline by AI? Society is going to have to change and and not put people yeah. on the breadline. Obviously, there's going to be a lot fewer people, though. I think that's that. Obviously, the Robert's concern is that you know when we get to a point of every, like most things being AI, there's going to be less people doing jobs. But again, socially, if we were to look at um, an idea of freeing people's jobs up, like, we can't just you know people aren't going to be in the breadline. There has to be a, a change in culture of supporting Absolutely. people to maybe to, to do other things so, apart what, from work. What what do you do, Robert? I mean, I, I, just, I just want to know, like, should we allow our official intelligence to live on its own and be responsible for its own actions without an owner or creator? It's like, a, it seems like a logical conclusion then that a computer could able, would write its own programs. That probably already happened. It's the problem of, like, accountability. There needs to, as, as AI develops, there needs to be checks and balances put in at various stages. And I think all the code, no matter where or who it's made by... Right, well, that's a good point, transparent. Then. You know, this needs it needs to be totally accessible to anyone. It'll like, be in the hands of a big Skynet corporation. Yeah. And you know, they will do what they want. Well, that's what's it. happened to get Google systematically goes around the globe buying up small AI firms and their that's, companies. That's but that's a really wow. central point, isn't it? That AI we're not scared about AI because we're scared of robots. We're scared of humans. We're scared yeah, yeah. of what humans will do with that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm scared of a human with a robot arms. Me, but me, we we don't have to be scared of AI. We we made AI. Therefore, mm. we can shut it down. Well, then, I, you, you can no longer shut it down. That's where the back. checks and balances. But, no, but I agree with you, comrade. Yeah, I, I think that. However, however, the program, it is only being programmed to learn. We can do that because we learn our own without any programs. Yeah, we, we can't. We can't know. like if That's we true, have. But a, we we can't crunch big data. Yeah, know, we but... can't like. Uh, we can only think in pretty slow, uh, one-dimensional <laughs> uh, terms. I think with mm -hmm. that, a computer can crunch billions of uh, information points all at once. Mm -hmm. I mean, surely, like the people that create, like there must be a certain like. Um, because obviously it gets smarter with the data that it kind of like receives. There must be a way that is capped to relevant of its job no that no that doesn't happen at all like it, no no artificial intelligence will find the most efficient path to its goal and that's why like as like me and you had mentioned earlier um in regards to like the the fish and the the, the elephant images it'll find its own route you know completely dependent of what human human logic yeah so ai in that sense is giving it some information and then letting it run on its own and yeah. seeing 
Anyway, my point going back to those uh, YouTube kids playlists was mm. bot learned, machine learned playlists and content, right? So what happens is a parent will plonk their toddler down in front of a YouTube cartoon playlist, mm-hmm. right? but the algorithm, as well as machine learning, what goes into a kid's cartoon also takes mm-hmm. slightly similar, more sinister videos on YouTube and mixes that into the algorithm. Yeah. So, so it, it can't differentiate between a kind of a, a kind of um, grotesque Ebam's World type animation where someone's getting beheaded and yep. you know, a short Mickey Mouse um, cartoon. Yep. So you get it now, it's like kids are actually getting exploited because this is all done for profit and advertising revenue. Yeah, because there's no, a YouTube no, channel it, yeah. that can churn out. If a YouTube channel turn, churns out tens or hundreds of videos a day or a week, then that mm-hmm. generates revenue for that channel. Yeah, so, yeah. and you can, obviously it, yeah. people can promote like AI, like they use AI to promote yeah. their. Uh, no, their, I think these. Videos. But I, I, so, I don't. Yeah, of course. But I was going to say, like, see with those videos Jamie's talking about. I think I don't think they are openly acknowledged as being bought made by a bot. Like, I think it's like these are like kid-friendly shows that almost have like a human input to them. That's why maybe parents are willing to let their kids watch them. I don't think... No, they did at the start. They did at the start. But as Mm -hmm. I say, now they're they're actually made by artificial intelligence that accesses like stock libraries. But that's that's what James Riddle makes the point is like kids can't defend themselves. Uh, Kids Mm -hmm. are getting traumatized. Uh, kids are getting exploited for financial gain. I mean, do, do you think you could you, Jamie, identify a joke that was written by a person and a joke that was written by a joke writing algorithm? No, there's no way you could. There's no way you could. Like, unless it was blatantly obvious, like the punchline just didn't fit, like yeah. whatsoever. Well, the content was like too referential to like. <laughs> I think you're right, Jamie. It's too. It's, it's 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 not that like the logic of the joke is just crap. It's just that it's too referential. Yeah. It mixes. It's mixing its like social or cult, it's mixing its cultural references. That yeah. just doesn't sit right with a person. That's kind of like the the the, the replicant test at the start of Blade Runner. Is they ask this mm-hmm. like about finding a tortoise in the desert. Well, what desert is it? What am I doing in the desert? And it's yeah. like, why is it on his back? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then, then it's like obviously he's a replicant because he's like he's kind of logifying it too much. You know, he's, yeah. he's trying to like build up all this kind of information that I like a computer would. So what what does it, that brings us back to the point of what can a computer not do? What can AI not do? Like what what's your idea of? Uh, whether it's a question that can trick them or whether it's an idea of just what AI cannot achieve. Yeah. I was thinking about this in the context of art. But as soon as you, you Google AI art, you find oh, yeah. all, this, all these examples of machine-produced art that still sells for huge amounts of money uh, mm-hmm. in, in the art market because it's novel. Van Gogh can, you, bought... can you look at it and go, that wasn't done by a human? Well, the kind of the portraits, yes, but in terms of kind of abstract, <laughs> the abstract yeah. art, no. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a, no, it's like a, it's like a, you look closely, and it's obviously been like a kind of dot matrix printer that's done it. Oh yeah, sure, no kind sure. of like subtle, uh, you know, brush marks. What no, about, not yet. Uh, there isn't. Yeah. I was, I was about to say there, but I've already challenged myself on this. But it's, a, I suppose, that opens argument is that all of art learned mm. by AI will be. Uh, reiterative that it will but then most art will be you'll you'll be able to spot influences in it but Mm -hmm. is is it not the fact that with AI you'll be able to see the exact same brush strokes that were used by Van Gogh or something like that 
you're 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 going to see the exact <laughs> fundamentals there. Well, yeah, no, potentially, it, it, yeah, yeah. If 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 if, if they can re- if the computers can replicate it. What about more like what what are the things <laughs> that you think AI cannot do that are that are? Well, I mean, there's an interesting question though because what about that going back to Asimov's rules? What about like uh, suicide? What if AI can't commit suicide? Yeah. What if that is just logically yeah self-destruct? What if that's logically? Just like because it's imperative. Where he has to, he has to let Sarah Connor. Uh, oh yeah. The pit because he can't destroy himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good answer, Luke. Thanks. But, no, but what what about emotions then? Because uh, you're like we're talking about creations there of art, um, literature, things like that. But what about emotions? What what do you think AI can replicate in terms of emotion? <laughs> do, do you think that can it can replicate emotions? I think they can, yeah. They can definitely replicate because the chatbots can replicate emotions quite well because there's no kind of there's no facial recognition the, there. Then comes the idea of John Cyril, who John Cyril, who is an American uh, philosopher, who did a thought experiment called the Chinese Room Experiment. So he he said that when you think about uh, the output of AI, what you've got to think about is a a small man sitting in a box. And there's input coming in one way, and that input says, look at chapter 5, verse 6 of this book. And he looks up the book, and then he pushes out the output, which is a Chinese symbol. But for the yeah. person looking okay. in, it's it, the, the, the thought is that he does understand Chinese, because he's able to output mm-hmm. a symbol at the point that, that makes it appropriate to the input. So emotions, yeah. chat boxes, emotions... You might say they might come across as depressed or or proud or something like that, but of course they don't understand it. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. That might be their output, but they have no understanding of what that output means. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is a way um, to differentiate them. Going a step further, we like to think that we can understand our impulses and our fears and our desires and our actions. Yeah. But similar to artificial intelligence programs, all we're basing those actions on as accumulated external stimulus that we've there's accumulated like, over our lives. that say we don't have free will, that there, mm. there's a certain synaptic thing that will go in our brain to make us move, to make us act, and that then we work backwards and put meaning into that action. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. we, It's already coming out of us. Yeah. That's we... like reacting to a smile or reacting to like a scream or something like that. Yeah. Is that what you mean? I can't. Yeah, absolutely. Understand. There's never a point with, with computers where the output will be understood in the way that our consciousness understands things. What I mean, like nine about? times out of ten, conversation or just like interaction is just responding by like passing. Someone someone gives you a sign and you just pass a sign back. It's just learned is, behavior. Yeah. It's just learned behavior, yeah. It's yeah like, based yeah. on past stimulus. When you're at the restaurant and the waiter's like, enjoy your meal, and you say, you two, you've handed yeah. the wrong symbol back, and he's like, what do you mean, you two? I'm the waiter. Well, maybe that's another one, like, mistakes are maybe particularly human. You know, yeah, no, I mean, but every time someone make... does that, like, that's like a clear sign that a cyborg is like, enjoy your meal, you two. Whoa! <laughs> spot, spot the replicant. All right, yeah, maybe that's a, that, maybe that's a very good um, uh, diagnosis of what's going on there is Freudian slips, for example. When mm. I remember oh, yeah. once calling my grand money <laughs> by accident. So <laughs> I, just, I just associated hey, it money. He gave me money. Get your, get your ass over here, and, money. And AI wouldn't do that. AI wouldn't make that sort of lapse of association. There's there's too many connections are in our brain 
Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, that's that's how you you spot the robots if someone's too perfect. So, so the the point's to be made as well that a lot of our intelligence is taken up by the idea of emotions and sociability. So, we spend so much time worrying about how we come across to people, how people come across to us, that if you take that out the the, the equation and and your Mm -hmm. intelligence flourishes because you don't have to worry, you don't have to take up your time figuring yeah, out yeah, other yeah. people you're not harbored by uh, by certain emotions like, yeah i guess that's why the kind of pop depiction of cyborgs is they are kind of like detached i'm thinking of ghost in the shell when i say that like the major in ghost of the shell is just like this hard as nails enhanced cyborg human who has like a has memories, but the memories are like indecipherable and obscure. And I, I think what we're missing completely is we'll talk about emotions and talk about the chat boxes and things like that. But the, these are lacking feeling. So you think that's like that? That's the the I best think, answer. I, I, then I think that's a, that. It must be. That's the one thing that is. Are you that talking is about love, you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but how? But how, how, are so, how are we so sure that though? Because you've heard these, you've heard of these things about people in Japan, like single guys who fall in love yeah, with robots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, humans, this is, humans can fall in love with robots, but a robot could never fall in love with a human. Are we so That's sure? A... Are we so sure that eventually, it wouldn't um, after having so much data for so long, it would create this consciousness? Mm-hmm. So, in term, so in so in terms of like um, I suppose it touches on the Neuralink idea. If the AI was embedded in you in a person with a consciousness or whatever it is, and like emergence of the two, would it then not like po- posthumanism? Can you imagine yeah. mm-hmm. an AI feeling? Is there a way that an AI could not just take an input and give out output, but have some sort of meta cognition about it? Like evaluating what it's doing. I don't. Um, you, you, yeah. You'd want to say no, but is that not kind of what happened in evolution? Maybe that's the the fault of the argument. Like you're saying, Jamie, we can't put ourselves back in that place, nor can we imagine that what we have and what we hold so precious that makes us human beings could ever be exhibited by a replicant. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a, a TED talk on artificial intelligence, and a, you know the 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 speaker was kind of reassuring the audience that, you know, AI isn't going to take us over anytime soon. At best, our most advanced AI is only as intelligent as a worm or maybe a bee. And the kind of, the audience, you know, kind of gave a sigh of relief. But I'm like, you know, bees and worms took billions of years to evolve. I know, exactly. And and we've only been messing around with AI for, what, 100 years since the computer was invented? So, I mean, we're talking about this at the beginning, the still the very early stages of the digital revolution. We interact with AI on a daily basis, but we don't necessarily realize it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. We do deal with. Yeah, exactly. We even even like yeah. when, we, when we scroll through Instagram and Facebook, all all that content is machine learned. So it's propagating and perpetuating, you know, social like the news stories that you've you've kind of shown, yeah. shown an interest to anyway. Thank you for joining us at the Patrick Pod. We'd also like to take this time to thank whatever AI algorithm brought you here. You can find us on our website, thepatterpod.com, on Twitter, at thepatterpod, or on our Facebook page. Thank you very much for listening.